Welcome to Boiling Point, the podcast to motivate ever-evolving entrepreneurs and forward-thinking movement pioneers. Our hosts, filmmaker Greg Hemmings and executive coach Dave Vale, are turning up the heat in the world's business communities. Our interviews with entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and movement makers are raising the temperature of inspiration. Live from the hottest studio in this quadrant of the universe, here are Dave and Greg. Hey, Boiling Pointers. Thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode. Before we start, Dave and I want to let you know all about our Boiling Point process, online courses, live events, and masterminds. After interviewing hundreds of leaders, we've packaged a ton of knowledge together to serve up to you. Info that will help you and your company be heard in a very noisy marketplace. So visit www.boilingpointprocess.com and sign up for the email newsletter, and we'll let you know when our next cohort or event is. Thanks also for supporting The Boiling Point by subscribing to us on iTunes and also leaving a rating for us. So many, we, we, met, we met at the Champions Retreat uh, in passing a few weeks ago. Okay, yeah. Uh, because I recognize you. <laughs> it's possible we're, we're, we're in a food lineup or something together. <laughs> probably probably that was a that was an amazing B champions retreat wasn't it oh it was so good did you come to our event so inspiring. did you come on tuesday night to our event that we had at wanderlust i didn't ah too good i i was i was the uh the mc of the evening and we we screened a bunch of films and uh, it was awesome okay yeah. yeah i heard it was very inspiring and absolutely thought-provoking so yeah thank you well, my two designers were there Oh, they were. Okay, great. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, and they, they clearly uh, obviously had a good time, I hope. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, there was an introduction to the B Corp community and they, they came out so absolutely like chilled to the bone. Like, I can't believe there is a community like this. And I said, exactly. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> well, listen, we're, we're rolling right now. Let's just get right into this, Dave. It, it, okay. seems, it seems to be our, our new style because right when, we, right when we, you know, we say hello to our guests, we get into this great conversation and we forget to even start uh, announcing our podcast. So, Dave, why don't you lead us in here? Well, I want to start by asking you a very important question. You have um, a really cool poster behind you uh, mm. on on what it looks like our like your it's, left it, shoulder, your left shoulder, um, <laughs> according uh-huh. to how we're seeing, and has these little kids on it, and there's probably some neat saying. What it? What yeah. is it? What is it? Well, I have another one similar over here. This one. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So basically, it says our children are an inspiration and a promise for a sustainable future. Oh, amen. Oh, too good. And the exciting thing, Dave, is uh, Shamini actually has a clothing brand aimed at li- little bambinos. And, uh, and, and you'll correct me, of course, uh, but uh, I'm really excited to uh, speak with you because we're talking about the regenerative uh, you know, side of the fashion industry and how we can create sustainable clothing and baby clothing and whatnot. And that's what, uh, what you guys are all about. But why don't you introduce yourself and, uh, and Donna to us? Sure. Um, so you are correct to say that my company, Donna Inc., uh, was started in 2008 as a youth brand, which is zero to 18 years old. However, we've pivoted uh, with our new launch. Um, which I know so a little bit about, just so yes. you know. Yes, yes. Anyway, continue. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and so one of the things that uh, Donna is all about is to inspire our children 
we as adults have children in ourselves um, to connect to people and planet through the medium of fashion. It's a new conversation that uh, we like to say that is emerging in terms of the storytelling when it got to do with fashion. Um, and we never use and make um, sort of a, a, a reference point to clothing as uh, a place and a, and a project that we can reflect on when it comes to, you know, the, the various different resources that we use, the inspiration that nature provides to us, and of course, in terms of the people behind the scenes, the hearts and the hands behind it. And so we're hoping to change that conversation. Fantastic. That is, that is awesome. And uh, Dave, you know, I, I was at the B Corp Champions Retreat a few weeks ago in Los Angeles, and the conversation in the fashion industry was stronger than I've ever heard it before. I mean, like, there's been a lot of, a lot of players in that space really taking the lead, but it's really cool to see. It's almost like you're at the arc of that hockey stick where um, even a lot of the bigger brands are now starting to realize they're missing out on an amazing market opportunity if they're not playing in the regenerative space and recycling materials and, you know, and the sustainability play that you've been doing by nature, by the DNA of your company. It's, it's really interesting to note that fashion and apparel is probably one of the most archaic industries in the world. This is uh, a well-known fact that here in the United States, we outsource over 95% of all production outside of the United States. And clearly it's coming up you know, to the consciousness of people that we put on a piece of clothing every day that has the ability to connect us to people and planet. But it's also one of the fifth uh, most polluting industries in the world, this almost two, $3 trillion industry. Mm-hmm. So all those factors are coming into play and people are going, what? Why is that? I don't know anything about this? And now after food has taken off, thank God, with organic food, you know, um, you know, people see the absolute symbiotic relationship. Fiber has come to play. You know, food has sort of paved the way. And now food, fiber is is right there. Donna, within your industry, who are a few of the superheroes that uh, of brands that our listeners would, uh, would know that are doing really well? Because there's a lot of greenwashing out there as well that we have to be careful of. So who are some of the ones that you're excited about that are kind of paving the way along with you? So, of course, the big names that everybody knows about, Patagonia. Um, we've got Eileen Fisher and Indigenous Designs. And then, of course, now, because we always say fashion and apparel, um, All Birds is one of them. Okay. Um, you know, yeah. So, And interestingly, I have to say all of them are also B Corps. Isn't that an interesting coincidence? <laughs> you, had no, you had no knowledge of that, Greg, I'm sure. I'm sure. So, so tell like a little, you know, you mentioned, you know, the story behind the clothing or that, that accompanies the clothing. So, and, and the fact that people are more curious now or, or the senses are more curious and about the clothes they put on and, and, and where they come from and the people behind it. Um, how, you know, what do you see as the future of this story? Like, how is this, how do we, how does it catch up to, you know, cause I think of, I think, you know, great storytelling happens around food as an example. Like, you know, we're, we're fascinated by, or at least I am, you know, thing like, you know, like when I watched Anthony Bourdain, you know, his, his, his great series on, and he would visit all these wonderful places and even, you know, even street food has, has these wonderful stories. And, um, what, so what's going to happen in your opinion when it comes to clothing and our fashion and apparel, sorry. 
So there's been breakthrough technology in the last couple of years, which is, I think, what everybody's got excited about. Um, you never really think about fashion technology. You think of fintech, you think of innovative technology, software, but it's here now. Fashion technology is here to stay. And what I mean by that is in the past, you know, you could, you had this linear model in fashion, which is you take from the earth resources, you make it, and then you dispose of it. And that sort of cycle has got faster and faster and people have been expecting more and more fashion, you know, 52 seasons a week instead of four seasons, you know, in a year. Um, but then the understanding of that cycle has been one that is absolutely unsustainable. So 80% of all textile waste in the globe, and remind again, everybody wears clothes, ends up in the waste, in the landfill, 80%. Now, if we keep doing that, you know, this earth singly probably it's going to be de devastated just by clothing uh, in years to come. And so um, it was brought to bear that this cycle, this linear model had to be broken and it had to become a cyclical model. So therein lies the challenge many years before, and it's come to um, a full on a pivotal point, tipping point, where this technology actually now exists, mm. right? Um, and the Global Fashion Agenda, um, this is a body out in uh, Copenhagen, called to the global brands um, to sign on. Don't just talk about it, right? Let's do something about it. And in 2017, guess what? 12.5% of the global brands in the world, the big ones, you know, the Nikes, the Eileen Fishers, um, and uh, the Adidas and the and and, and the and the H&Ms and the Carings of the world said yes, we're going to do something about it. And so they signed this whole entire commitment called the Circular Fashion Commitment 2020, and that's where it started. Mm. What this truly means is you can now take all our clothes that we're wearing today. There's technology, and you can put it into this machine, right? There's various different kinds, and you can bring out a new fiber. This is called post-recycle fiber, right? So it doesn't have to be going to the waste. This is what you call circular. It comes back as a closed-loop system. So just to clarify, with our existing clothes, like the ones we're wearing yes. right now? Yes. So this is like yes. when you go to H&M, they actually have a, a bring-your-old-clothes-back bin. So yes. And they, you, give a, you get a coupon if you do it, an incentive. So you put, you put your clothes in. And that goes somewhere to where Shamini is talking about where they can deconstruct and recreate fibers for new clothes. Am I yeah, saying this that correctly? Coming, yeah. This is correct. That is, there was four action items in that global fashion agenda for global brands to take on. The first one, design for zero waste. Yeah? yeah. So nothing ever lubes the system. The second one is literally collect as much of the waste as possible. So don't dispose of it. Third one, upsell it. So resell it into new collections, which is what we're doing. And then the fourth one is that technology where you can take it and you can break it down uh, and new fiber comes out. So this is the promise of fashion technology coming forward. Innovative fibers. Wow. You can even have fibers that are from food to fiber. You can have citrus to fiber. So they're looking at various different resources and streams 
that literally will make this happen. How exciting is oh, that? That's so exciting. What, well, what's amazing is, like, I'm just realizing how little I know. Like, I didn't know you could bring your clothes back to, like, maybe I don't buy enough clothes, clearly, but th- this is, <laughs> like, this is incredible. Well, it's not because of that. Let me interrupt you. It's not because of, because we've outsourced so much. Mm. You and I don't have uncles and aunts and grandparents in the industry here. That knowledge base in the United mm. States is not part of our conversation. Mm. So we're trying to bring back those jobs, of course, mm-hmm. right, to mm-hmm. become more into a U.S. base. But that's one of the issues. The education awareness is not taught in schools. Isn't that There's something? a number of us are, are, yeah. are literally wanting to, to, to transform this into a conversational curriculum piece. Well, it's interesting. I was uh, doing some film work in Lowell, Massachusetts, and Lowell is a really neat place because... Well, number one, that's where Jack Kerouac was uh, was born. Uh, but two, it's just one of those very typical New England communities that has all these amazing brick, you know, textile factories that are just empty and falling apart. Mm. Now, some of them have found new uh, n- new uses in the startup communities and co working spaces and stuff. But one company uh, that I was uh, following. Um, they were doing custom uh, sneaker work for Nike mm-hmm. in these old places. Again, bringing jobs back, mostly for um, immigrants that don't speak English. And they were embroidering, a cu- like so Nike could sell a, a, a sneaker, but you can actually put custom elements on that Nike could never afford to mass produce. So this little social enterprise was blowing up. Mm-hmm. And I was like... How cool is wow. that to start thinking about, rethinking about bringing those type of careers back to North America? And, and that's exactly what you're doing. And why don't we shift gears a little bit and talk about this really cool jacket idea mm-hmm. that I've, I've only been recently uh, brought to speed on, which is very, very cool. As somebody who's gone through many uh, memorable t-shirts in my life, mostly of the rock concert uh, variety, but uh, <laughs> uh, why don't you explain to Dave and to our listeners your current project with the, with the jacket? And in a way, it goes back to Dave's first question, but how do we have stories around our clothes the way we do around food? Well, I think this is a great example. Right, right. So, uh, you know, and, and Dave and, you know, you guys do, do storytelling so well, Right. And so one of the things that has happened across our company and our ethos is how do we bring to bear those stories behind the sale of goods and after? Um, So we had to empower our own customers finally to tell those stories. So if we can actually connect stories to clothing using customer engagement, we would then bring a huge amount of awareness on how clothing is made. And so one of the things about this new project, it's called the Circular Memory Jacket. The Circular Memory Jacket was given birth because we wanted to marry two things. We wanted the customers to be able to take their clothing or their memories Um, and embed those memories in clothing that they've used throughout the journey of life, um, either to an experience, the rock concert, the sports teams they love, uh, perhaps a collage of um, clothing that their loved one has, for instance, mom, dad, um, your children, even your pet. Um, And each of those pieces 
of clothing has a story that you've traveled with, that's mm. touched you, you've spent time with. Maybe it's a past one. You take these pieces of clothing and you embed that into the lining of the jacket, right? This is one part of the equation. The exterior of the jacket is made from dead stock. Dead stock is fabric that would have gone to the landfill, but instead it's been diverted and salvaged and made into the exterior. So you as a consumer now are able to do two things. You're able to tell your powerful stories, right? Stories that you value, right? And using the medium of fashion, but also become a climate activist because you've just reduced your carbon footprint. You've actually made an impact because you've, we've not used any chemicals, right? Um, water. And this allows the consumer to do something. This is the one thing that everyone is trying to do more and more, especially the up and coming generations, my children, you know, yours, just saying, I want to do something across industries. Well, tell your stories. You know, I made this point um, over and over again. What we value, we protect. What we value, we spend time on, energy and resources. These memories are valuable. Nice. Make it work for you through Ooh. the medium of fashion. Oh man, you have you have tapped in to the secret sauce of uh, so many different verticals. One is like the the emotion, you know, connecting stories. This ring I'm wearing right here was my grandfather's and I, I you know it's one of the things I got when he passed away but it broke on me so many different times I kept on giving it back to my mom to get fixed at the local jeweler until the jeweler said I can't fix this anymore it's too thin it just kept breaking oh dear. Right. so my mom ends up going to get a whole bunch of other gold rings from other uh, family members that who had previously passed uh, they melted it all together and in this ring. And so now this ring has so much more of a story. Exactly. Right? And I value this ring, despite the fact right. losing the, the garnet a couple of times by misusing it as a drumstick. Anyway, <laughs> it's still here and it's uh, it's got a story. So your clothing and it's got a value. is, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, and you know, as as you're telling, as you're sharing this, and this, this, and by the way, there's a limited edition of the jackets coming out, right? Only a thousand. So right. What a cool opportunity. It probably sold out already. Only a thousand. We call, we're going to say it's the version 1.0, okay. just like the iPhone, right? Ah, get, nice. I think, yeah. I, th I think Paul Simmons <laughs> yeah. should carry a couple of these Actually, jackets. Actually, you know what? We, yeah. we, we've got some other people who have been guests on our show that, uh, retail here, like high high scale real retail. That I don't right. know if you're doing retail in that way or not, but uh, we could make some connections for you. Not that you, oh, not, not that you need not us, that need them, not but, that you need us. But, but you know, but whatever. You, you mentioned you're, you're missing Canada and a little bit of the copy, but that's okay. That's we, all right. We're that's forgiving right. of that only because we're <laughs> no, we're Canadian. We're actually saying Canada and the U.S. actually gets free shipping. Oh, okay, Sam. Well, good to know. Um, yeah, well, but and you're just reminding me of like all of a sudden I'm listening to you and I'm starting to get a little emotional thinking of the connections I have with stuff you know like grandparents' clothing. I mean, you you brought up the ring and I was just so funny where my brain was going as you were describing mm -hmm. this and how much you yeah. would love for those to take a life of their own, right? Yeah, these memories uh, or or be part of uh, collective memories that go into something else versus being in a landfill eventually or sitting in a dusty closet somewhere. Um, exactly. Yeah. And, and, and what about what about all that university swag? <laughs> Come oh, on. Gosh. Oh, You're right. Right? So what a great graduating gift would this be? Or even, you know, just 
just think about all that, those t-shirts there or hoodies or, you know, that's a whole different issue, of course. And then, of course, someone said, hey, what about the NBA players? Did you forget them? And I said, no, of course not. (laughs) You know, there's a whole corporate element to this, you know. Okay, you're onto something really good here, Donna. I think this is good. Donna's got yeah, this. So, <laughs> um, and the, we're, we're the, hoping, we're really hoping that the circular memory jacket takes off um, because of our innate and not only just uh, ethos, but our vision that as long as you can engage the customer in being part of the process, right? This is the first time, think about that. One of the first few times in the world where a piece of garment, that the garment will never be completed unless the customer provides his or her memory items, mm-hmm. which That's is right. the lining piece. So, right? um, Shamini, you know I'm, I'm trying to get one of these jackets, and this is going to be one of my shirts. <laughs> this, is, this is a fish shirt, and it's a, a song called <gasps> Bathtub Gin. Uh, yes. And it also said just uh, a product of Vermont, which is great. So my wife um, does not love any of my rock and roll shirts. And in fact, we just moved to our new house. And I made a YouTube episode about this, about the unfortunate amount of crap that we as families build up. And you only realize it when you, <laughs> when you move, right? right? So I had to get rid of a good chunk of my rock and roll tees. Uh, and, uh, of course they ended up going into the, in, into the recycle economy, going to, you know, different, uh, like we, it didn't go to landfill. It was out, out to mm-hmm. like a, we call it value village here where it gets, you know, into new homes. Um, but, um, I still have a number of precious rock and roll shirts that I'm not encouraged to wear. So oh, I, wow. I'm really excited to send some of these your way. And and I, each of them, I'm sure, has a lot of stories in there. Uh, heck yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, so why don't you tell, like, um, I, again, I don't know if you've launched this yet or what, but, like, how do people get involved? Like, how do they get how do they get yeah. one of those thousand shirt, uh, jackets? Yeah. So it's currently actually launched on Kickstarter. Um, so if you go in there and you basically um, – or you go onto our website, it, re- it redirects you to the Kickstarter page. So it's dana.com, D-H-A-N-A.com. Or go onto kick- Kickstarter and it's the Circular Memory Jacket. Um, it's the first of its kind in the world. And uh, we're pledged now because um, the first, it's only a thousand there. And once it's done, it's done. Uh, but here's the other interesting thing. What if you were the first 300 being invited to an iconic exhibition next year to be able to share (laughs) these stories with the world, right? And you see all these jackets, absolutely mesmerizing when it comes to digital experience, of course, but just the ability to share these powerful stories. I think people are just clamoring for an ability to be not just an influencer this way, but to say I've done something for the world um, and also to be able to share uh, in a very small way some of their pieces of their past that may never have been told, right? Maybe it's a loved one. Maybe it was your first date. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> uh, it could be anything. And, and some of them are humorous, of course, like, you know, the vomit on our kids' clothing, maybe. <laughs> when they were babies and never been able to be removed. I have some of those. Um, so, you know, go figure people. And, you know, here's the other one. Oh my God. I, we had, a, we had one person say, what about all those Marvel, uh, you know, I, uh, Comic-Con people? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, bring it on people. <laughs> bring it on. Do that. 
Whatever your yeah. subculture is, bring it on. I love it. Exactly. So, Shamini, this is really, really cool. We're really, really excited uh, to promote this uh, with you and uh, um, launch it. So you said it already has launched or is, is about it, to? It has launched. It has how, launched. How long ago? It is currently live. It went live uh, this week, last list, last week, October oh, the 9th. Fantastic. And it, okay. it's only got until November the 6th. So, so we need to release this podcast. We sooner. so yeah. appreciate your um, your absolute support. Yeah, so we're gonna have to squeak this. Uh, so this is a, a little reminder to our team uh, who's probably listening right now. <laughs> this will be our. I don't know when it's gonna release, but hopefully very soon. This well, is ha- great. Well, it has to before November. Yes, exactly. Um, so, yes. So this is great, and um, I think it'd be fun as well down the road after the campaign is finished. For you to come back on and let us know how it went. Uh, I think that would be a lot of fun. Oh, definitely. And the, m- the amount of stories I think would be great. And um, m- my jacket personally has all the biking jerseys uh, that I've done in the last 10 years oh, all nice. across the globe. Yeah, oh, to cool. a, a nonprofit called Climate Ride. Yeah, uh, yeah I know, all, I know all about Climate Ride. Yeah, yeah. And so you, you must know Tim Frick. Of course. Ah, Tim's a very good friend of mine and he's a big Climate so, Ride uh, guy. He, yeah, so Tim and I just did the um, glacier ride together. Fantastic! Well, looks, year, looks like we got exactly. the same the same set of friends. That's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so um, Donna Inc. is uh, www and that's where people right. can find uh, everything they need. Any other places for them to follow you? Uh, we already understand the Kickstarter as well as the website, of course. To find any other contacts uh, that you want to give to people. You have it on my LinkedIn um, and also at Donna Inc. Um, in Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Awesome. Well, we love what you're doing. It is so cool. Thank you. Yes. Thank, thank you, you for having thank, us. And, and a wonderful education for me. So thank you for that. Um, it is. And I'm, you know what, I, there, you know, for you, it's cyclists, uh, cycling jerseys. For our family, hockey jerseys. And I just ran across. Ooh. And they're big, thick. I mean, they're yep. beautiful. Yep. They got so much. And to it's hard to to part with many of them, but there's a lot they're easy to part with. So I could just imagine yeah. how cool that could be. So yeah. nice And remember when, when you finish, when it needs to be repaired for any reason, um, your circular memory jacket, you just have to send it back to us. Um, it's free of service. Um, and when it's exhausted, it's life. We urge you to send it back to us because we'll give it a new life by taking it apart and salvaging whatever we can and then bringing it back into the system. So it's, um, we, we call it repair, reuse, reduce, um, recycle, and reflect. Uh, the Donna Circularity Pledge. Oh, nice. Okay, we're going to do a Zoom high five. Ready? One, two, three. There we Yay! go. We got we got that. <laughs> and for our listeners uh, who who don't know, we're, we've been uh, converting over to Zoom and recording all of our podcasts. So you can... Uh, you could check you can, you these can out on our watch, Facebook. Watch the high five that just watch happened. the high fives, and uh, we also have a YouTube channel in the works. But uh, all that to say, uh, we're very excited to share stories like these, and uh, I'm very excited to uh, to explore the Kickstarter and, and order my jacket. <laughs> oh yes, thank you. We can't wait to see your uh, the one with the whole entire 
Uh, mo- uh, sorry, the whole entire music industry one with it. Well, yes, I'm like, going to do a video, Dave, and I'm there, going to I'm going to pull out all my rock shirts that Jessica of, doesn't want me to a, have anymore. A lot of Grateful Dead shirts, I'm sure. Grateful Dead <laughs> fish. Grateful uh, Dead, okay. Yeah, yeah. David I, Bowie. I'm that guy. David Bowie. I don't have any Bowie shirts. I, I, Zeppelin. I, you know, I'll, I'll do old classics. The classics, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I'm doing one with his full-on uh, The Beatles. And you just have to do 10, right? So I have more than that. So, so. T- uh, 10 t-shirts? Is that what it is? Like 10? Yeah. Got ten, it. 10 garments, basically uh, the size of a t-shirt. So don't give me a sock. or. And we, we will send you all the suggested kind of material or the, the, the ones that we will not take. Got as it. Well. Okay, cool. Yeah. I love it. Okay. Great. Thank okay, you. Shalini, thank you, you so Shalini. much. Thank you so much. All yeah, right. Appreciate it. Bye-bye. All the best. Bye. Bye. And now it's time for the Boiling Point Takeaways. So much to learn, eh? I mean, my goodness. That was super cool. Um, Like so many of our guests. But just just what what an impact she's making, right? Um, And the passion she tells her story with. We've had the most interesting guests. Oh, yeah. Like it's it's incredible. We're just kind of – so now are you going to do that? Are you going to get the jacket? Yeah, I want to. Yeah, so do I, man. Yeah, like you should you should dig up your uh, your hockey, hockey jerseys, things. Man. Yeah, hockey things. Um, so Dave, uh, <laughs> hockey I, things. I, I don't hockey things. My only takeaway is I want to do it. That's my that's my takeaway. Um, and I just think it is so cool that people like her are uh, redefining industries like fashion. I, I think that's super cool. Yeah, and well, and, and it, it's all like always. Once you learn something, you're like, how did I not know that or thought think about yeah. that? Like. You know, like I'd be done with a T-shirt and I'm like, you know, I'm clearly a T-shirt no one else will wear, right? Like an undershirt or whatever. And I put, you know, yeah, it's not going to break down quickly. It sits in the, like, of course it's going to landfill. Like, how would I not think that through? You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and I'm, I'm disappointed in all the awesome shirts that I did get rid of for our, our recent move. <laughs> because I, I had so many that could be. Someone's uh, wearing it. Out there, that's right. Telling the story that is lying right. about being at a cool fish concert, a Grateful Dead concert. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it in Vermont. Oh man! All well, right. Dave, this is good, man. We'll see you, uh, we'll see you next week, and everybody, uh, check out the Boiling Point Podcast uh, dot com uh, and rate and subscribe on YouTube on iTunes. I should say thank you, and uh, also join our Facebook uh, page if you can, if you're interested, uh, as well as follow our Boiling Point process. Uh, boilingpointprocess.com and we're doing events these days it's uh, a lot of fun so stay tuned for all of that see you later Dave see you Greg thanks for checking out this episode of Boiling Point remember to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at Boiling Point Pod to see more from Dave Vale check out leadershipunleashed.ca or visioncoachinginc.com and on Twitter at Dave underscore Vale And to catch up with Greg, visit Hemmingshouse.com and at Greg Hemmings on Twitter. Thanks for listening and remember, keep that pot boiling. Hey listeners, I'm Christy. And I'm Melissa. And this is Buried Motives, where we dig deep into the details of some of the most gruesome dirtbag murderers. She said she enjoyed hurting things that can't fight back. And that is a disturbing view into the mind of a murderer in such a dirtbag. 
Yeah, that's not even strong enough words. This is totally a recipe for disaster and not to justify whatever is going to happen, but you can totally understand and see how this would be in the works. If you were only to look at what she did later on and not know any of that history, she would appear like off the wall crazy. Oh, 100% because we're not even close to getting to the end yet. But you can just see this pattern and all this kind of stuff developing in her, which is what we're here for. We're digging deep. Join us each Thursday as we unearth the dirt bags that live among us and the motives buried there. Hope you join us as we exhume the truth. <laughs>